Oh, I'm so cheesed off this morning. It's uh, just 8.57. And I'm cheesed off because I recorded a podcast episode and it did everything that made it look as if it was recording within the Anchor app. And uh, the, the minutes tugged on, it went the whole way. And then I pressed the red uh, button on my iPhone within the app to say um, that that I'd finished the recording and then it disappeared. The recording disappeared. This has happened to me before. I've learned to be phlegmatic about it and to just, um, you know, grin and bear it and not to go around ramping, r- ranting or even complaining to anchor. There's just no point. It just happens. It's just... Uh, it's just a software glitch, and um, whether they'll fix it or not, that's another story. But it was a, it was a recording in which I, I <laughs> recorded what it was actually like to discover that I had no coffee in the house. And there was a kind of, a, yeah, there was my, thing, my reaction to that. And I belong to the category of people. Um, who who like to drink coffee at the start of a not at the very start because I I start with tea and I um, move on to coffee then but then I went through my child's and I'm not going to repeat this my child's uh, school report which came today and uh, I described all the different categories under which the what the report covered for those of you who are interested, it covered uh, Irish-English uh, maths and uh, what is called in Ireland uh, uh, social, environmental and scientific education, uh, arts education, uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And there were comparisons with national, national um, uh, mean scores called STEM scores and um, overall so that's kind of it really Um, there was also a report on uh, what's this oh yeah music a report from her music teacher Um, and uh, so I went through all of that I did not reveal how she scored and how she did I thought that is not something I want out there in the public Arena, I cannot imagine her um, approving, and she would have every good reason to complain to me and to bear. <laughs> I mean, most people um, resent it when something is put up about them online which they don't want put up. Now, okay, some people regard a feeling of resentment as an opportunity for them to practice dealing with their own feelings of resentment and uh, in other words as a kind of a to use a jargon term self-development opportunity but I don't expect that to be I expect that to be exceptional when people see their own resentment, their own anger, their own, inverted commas, negative feelings 
as an opportunity for them to practice dealing with those kind of feelings. I suppose you could say it's also an opportunity when you're highly enthusiastic. Let's imagine you fall madly in love with somebody. It feels incredibly positive. That is an opportunity for you to practice dealing with all of those positive feelings. I've been influenced by all sorts of experiences. and So it isn't only Debbie Bridges who... Debbie Bridge, who talks about the, um, the the ideas of and works with the application of the ideas of Byron K. Casey, um, but that is uh, her um, her audios about that topic, descriptions of her own learning and the application of it to her own life, have been influential in my think in my thinking about it, or they have sort of. To be more accurate, I think they have given me some form of confirmation that my way of thinking is not bizarre and idiosyncratic. Um, This is not to say it's the same as being right. But anyway, um, it, 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 yeah, cheesed off about anchor and then moving on. So, uh, today, dog, I talked about the dog, I still am thinking about the dog, woods, kennel, fish and chips, day, today, meet meet the owner of uh, the fish shop for half an hour, branding, I spoke about branding and what the brand is, and I I, I just don't want to repeat, I wanted to do something in uh, real time and move on. Um, since I recorded that, I've recorded, was it three messages or four messages to Barbara KB using the anchor messaging uh, ability, which I regard highly as, you know, really, really good. Um, as a, and as a, f- you know, just one form of back passage, if you like, where people talk about stuff, you know, individually. Um, or between individuals, or even to themselves, um, outside the public domain. But, you know, I know that in relation to what we are discussing, what happens in anchor um, messaging function is that it is laid down explicitly uh, within the you know, terms and conditions of anchor, and it's advertised as such that the person who receives the message has the authority, if you like, or has been granted the authority, and this is made clear to me, to publish what the other person says. So, um, in a way, it's kind of people have been warned that if they say something in a message within Anchor, that the other person may publish it, and by implication... Um, Although they have the right to complain, um, they may be uh, they 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 will never have the right to get anchored to take down the the uh, the offending piece or the piece that they feel is offensive. Okay, that's it. That's uh, life in the slow lane here now, and uh, it's just after nine o'clock. And here goes to see if this particular. Um, 
part of an episode this episode has been recorded and can be shared. Well, I've just phoned the, uh, the, the dog kennels, which is called Ballygarvan um, Dog Kennels. And um, I, 10 o'clock is the time to drop dogs down, which is about perfect for me. And uh, I have in front of me, so I checked that and the woman said, you know, that 10 o'clock is fine. I, I have to bring the a record of vaccination with me, which I have in my hand now. I've actually also found we have a dog license, which I kind of knew. Um, so I've got, I'm organized. Um, I'll have to show this to them. I won't have to leave it. I'm actually not 100% sure when I'm, I, I think I'm picking him up tomorrow morning. So there we are, that's um, task number one. Um, I have a pet healthcare folder here, which has uh, information about kittens and information about a horse, pony. Um, overnight we got the news that Myrtle Allen, who is the grandmother of the woman who trains uh, Grace, who's her horse trainer, if you like, her horse who gives her lessons, Myrtle Allen died and I think I really should do a separate um, piece of audio about Myrtle Allen. She is um, about as famous, maybe the most famous person in the history of Irish food. In the whole history of Irish food. Maybe the most, yeah, an amazing woman. Yeah, I'm going to do a separate piece of audio about her. May she rest in peace. There have been 580 tweets containing the name Myrtle Allen already. There have been 140 tweets using the hashtag Myrtle Allen today. There is more coming in this episode and first of all it'll be all about Myrtle Allen and after that it'll be all about fish and chips. Don't open a restaurant if you can't cook. Don't cook just for restaurant critics. Don't use your imagination just for the sake of seeming imaginative. She once advised in a letter to a correspondent who was thinking about following in her footsteps. Keep hoping that you can continue to ignore all those wretched customers that look for swanky food and hope that the critics are good enough to distinguish the difference between trendy, pretentious menus and the quality of the food on the plate. That's what Myrtle Allen said. 
That's what the woman who passed away on Wednesday said. Here's an example of, of more of the suggestion she left in the kitchen for people. Anne, please ask Anne Mac every day for leftover orange juice for jelly. Otherwise, she'll give it to the bar. Note, creme brulee did not set. Please use it instead of cream in gooseberry fool. Billy, please use a little less corrigine moss, say 7.0 instead of 7.6, as it is setting too hard. Billy, please could you make carrageen poached blackcurrants for tonight? The ones you did for me were fabulous. Buying fruit is crucial at the moment. Please consult me before ordering. There's a, an excellent piece in the Irish Times published on the 1st of June. The timing is... I don't know, memorable, I suppose, in which the reporter not only spoke to Myrtle Allen, but spoke to her daughter-in-law, Dorina Allen, spoke to Hazel Allen, another daughter-in-law of Myrtle Allen, spoke to Rory O'Connell, who's a brother of Dorina Allen, Spoke to Fern Allen and Wendy Allen, daughters of Myrtle. I know one of them because she's the mother of uh, the woman who trains my daughter at riding. Spoke to the head pastry chef at Ballymaloo House, J.R. Riddle. Spoke to the chief proprietor at Chapter One Restaurant, which is a, the best restaurant in Ireland today, I think. Um, Ross Lewis. I met Myrtle Allen briefly, very, very briefly, in in her daughter's house about two Christmases ago. It was enough for me that I was in the same room and that I said hello and and uh, she said a word or two to me. That's all it was. It wasn't a big deal for, you know, in the big picture. But for me, the fact that I met her, and in fact, I saw her about two weeks ago in the car with her daughter. Um, if you Google... Uh, Myrtle Allen, you could, you will be reading forever. Um, a thing that will always stick out in my mind, because I'm not knowledgeable about what dishes that she invented and popularized. The only thing I know about Myrtle Allen really is that is about ingredients. She had a philosophy about ingredients, which was nothing but the best. Absolutely nothing but the best. She believed in making her own butter. She, anyway, I won't go on with all the other things. You know, I, was, I nearly said grew her own hens. Um, grew as much as possible on, in the in the garden at Ballymaloo. Ballymaloo is the best known oh, brand, 
best known brand for Irish food. I, I'm trying to think of, is there any one that competes with it? But no. So may Myrtle Allen rest in peace. P.S. What I meant to say and left out was that for me the thing that stands out is the fact that you founded the the slow food movement in Ireland and may well have had a role in the founding of the slow food movement in Europe because this is a woman who whose influence and and experience extended well beyond Ireland she she uh, once had a restaurant in Paris um, so uh, slow food it means a lot to me it um, it reminds me about certain experiences I've had with food and uh, the slow food movement seems to me to be a real uh, positive thing as just about the the slow anything movement in the world seems to me to contribute to uh, to the general good so uh, that's the ps